0: Up to date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 893. Well, Sally Faith admits that she has the gift of gab. After all, she was a politician for many years. Sally served for four two-year terms in the Missouri House of Representatives. She gave up her seat in 2011 when she was elected mayor of St. Charles outside of St. Louis. But Sally had nothing to say on the day she was told that she had dementia. Over time, she developed a philosophy about it. There's nothing she can do about it, she would say, and it's also okay. Sally Faith joins us now to talk about that new book. That book is titled, I'm Losing My Mind, I'm Not Losing losing my mind a frank perspective about living with early dementia. Sally, nice to have you on our program. Welcome.
1: Well, thank you, Steve. I appreciate this opportunity and it's it's uh, I'm losing I'm losing my memory, but I'm not losing my mind.
0: There you go. I was okay. struck by how you got the news that you had early onset Alzheimer's. How did that come about?
1: Well, um Two of my best friends talked to my son, and he came and talked to me. And uh, when he said, uh, your friends are calling me, and my wife and my, and my, his, my son and, and his wife, they agreed with him. When he agreed with me, that was the end. I knew there was something wrong.
0: How did you feel, Sally, about the fact that your friends went to your son instead of coming directly to you?
2: <laughs>
0: you weren't you know happy about it, were you?
1: <laughs> I was livid. Uh but you know what? It it's good they did it. And I've uh talked to them and thanked them for doing that. So if you're uh uh it it and they went to my son because they knew him and uh it was uh I was not happy, but I'm over it.
0: Hmm. Had you been thinking that maybe you might have Alzheimer's, Sally, because were there signs that you had noticed yourself?
1: Good question. It was during the pandemic. Of course, I had uh, left the city and uh, was retired, and uh, I, I, I knew something was wrong. Did I know what it was? No. Did I think I had something? I didn't know. And I do. Who do I go to? I didn't know either. But the only thing I had—not the only thing—but the my, the, the my doctor uh, was the person that I knew. That's where I had to go to. But I, after that statement came from uh, my son, uh, I we scheduled an appointment and went, and he went with me.
0: Hmm. And you got the news. Can, can you tell me, how do they determine if you have Alzheimer's?
1: Well, you're right. And as you know, there, it, it, it is very, uh, I went to my medical doctor. He did gave me some tests and said to me, uh, I think you should call your girlfriends and tell them thank you. And, um, and then said, I'm going to send you to a neurologist. Then I went to the neurologist, and she did other things in addition to what Dr. Kramer did and said, uh, when I walked in the door, said, um, um, you have uh, early dementia. It is not curable, and uh, you can take medication uh, that might slow it down but um maybe not how so did, when i left i was depressed
0: all right i was just gonna say sally how did that news hit you
1: oh i, I well made me silent can you believe that <laughs> i quit talking
0: she made As I said, me yeah. quit mm.
1: <laughs> she made me quit talking and um uh but I uh, uh uh, and and I was shocked. I had to absorb it. I had to I had to figure it out. I had to think. And so that's what I did.
0: Your neurologist was pretty direct. She didn't beat around the bush and you said you appreciated that.
1: Well, you're right. I did. And one of the things she said to me, bless her heart, is she said first thing I walked in the door before she told me the other information was she said you walk crooked. You walk you don't you don't walk right I, and I thought I'm I'm gonna die and you are worried about how I walk hmm. but she did that to get my attention and and she was right and so now after uh, after this term has gone on, uh, I uh, I walk better than I've ever done before because she said that
0: and is, is the way you walked was that connected to your Alzheimer's diagnosis?
1: No, it was not. It's the fact that she got my attention, and well, in a way, it is. All right, I heel toe. You got to work heel toe because mm-hmm. I don't want to fall. Falling is one of the most uh, uh, fearful things that will happen to us as we get older, and so I, uh, man, I got my legs strong, and I've, i I, I can maybe fall and get up.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm not laughing because it's funny I'm just saying she made the, the decision for me And I didn't ignore it
0: I'm visiting with former Missouri State lawmaker And mayor of St. Charles, Sally Faith Her new book, I'm Losing My Memory I'm Not Losing My Mind A Frank Perspective About Living With Early Dementia You know, I should point out that your mother died At age 74 from Alzheimer's So clearly heredity is a big factor in contracting this disease. Did that, you know, in some way, were you expecting it given your mother's struggle with it?
1: And that's a good question, and I appreciate you asking it. Uh, She, um, I was an only child, I'm an only child, and my son's an only child, and uh, when she passed away, I went to a, uh, a meeting at uh, University of St. Louis, of the uh, St. Louis, St. Louis uh, I'm sorry, I went there, and sometimes my mouth doesn't match either,
2: okay? That's okay. I still
1: have bad days, so okay, thank you for forgiving me. Yeah. Uh, I And so I went to a meeting, and basically then, when she passed 15 years ago, and still now, the decision is just because i have that 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 thing then it doesn't mean i'm going to have it but mm-hmm. you know what because i don't have it doesn't mean i won't have it so it's just it's still that way and that's what that process is and it's been going on for a long time
0: but certainly for our listeners if a mom or a dad once had the disease and you're wondering about it that might be something to think about, right?
1: Absolutely. And I I thought about it all the time. But I can't let it run over me. I have to keep going forward.
0: You know, there's so many things in your book that I appreciated uh, in the way you approach this topic. And and the, the very frank conversation you have with readers about what you went through. And this next question falls into that category because when you first found out, Sally, that you faced a dilemma, uh, that you faced this this disease, you faced a dilemma. And the dilemma was, should you tell your friends or not? What did you decide to do?
1: Well, uh, you know what I did is I... Made a decision. I had a couple of friends who, another other friends, who said, "I'll keep I'll keep your secret." And then a couple of days later, I had another friend calling. and And don't get me wrong; they're none of those. The first group that told me told told on me or talked to my son. It, 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 you. You need that help. Me, Sally, I need that help. And that got me busy and moving forward. And so the second person said, I'll keep it a secret. And, you know, two days later, I thought, wait a minute. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not a secret. I'm going to tell the world. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell everybody. But I had to work out how to do that. And can I keep talking?
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: And so I don't. You can't put a sign on your back. What do you do? You know. Mm -hmm. So what I did is I started out with uh, certainly the fact that I had retired. Everybody, as I started going out into the community, and I'd talk to people, they say, "Well, what are you doing?" And I'd say, "I'm writing a book." Hmm. And they say, "Well, what is the name of the book?" And I said, I, I told him the name, and I have uh, early dementia. There was dead silence mm. in the room. Mm-hmm. But see, it's not because, I'm not blaming anybody. It's because what do you, you never know what to say and things like that. Right. But I use that for everybody that asked me that, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I made sure I was out more than I would have been. Possibly, I was out everywhere, sh- looking, and and I met people that knew me and knew that I was retired. And I used that same thing. And as it as and as and they talked to their friends and stuff, it just made it easier. And I'm so glad I did it.
0: And doctors have told you, Sally, that that was exactly the right thing to do, that you don't want to close yourself off from the world. In fact, it's better for your long-term prospects if you do just the opposite, if you get out like you've been doing.
1: You bet. And also reaching out. Nobody's going to call me and get up this morning and say, oh, I think I'm going to call Sally today. No, but I call them. Mm. I schedule. I schedule things, uh, coffee. I schedule, uh, come to, uh, I'm living in uh, a uh, at Lake St. Charles here in, in St. Charles, and I've been here over a year, and my two cats, and I am, as you as you know, I'm a social person, right? Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. agree.
0: I get. I'm getting am, that impression. Yeah.
1: All right. I'm working the whole room. <laughs> I, I, I'm working everywhere here. I'm working at church. I'm work. It's in my blood from being a politician. You go and show up, and you work. You you talk to people and and see what their needs are, and I am so good at it.
0: Hmm. So having a positive attitude uh, was really helpful, especially early on. It's something you point out here.
1: Absolutely. But it took me some time. It Mm. took me. It wasn't like, oh, it was uh, five days. You know, it took me time to work through it and get to the point that I'm at now. And I'm very happy and I'm producing.
0: We'll be right back. Sally Faith is my guest. Uh, Her new book, I'm Losing My Memory, I'm Not Losing My Mind, A Frank Perspective About Living with Early Dementia. You know, in the book, you also deal with what you call a series of fears that you say you were forced to confront. One for you was family history, Sally. And I'm talking about this. In talking about this, you say it's important for caregivers to live near the person they're caring for. And that yes. often comes up with folks who have Alzheimer's. Why is that so important?
1: The reason it's important, and I have done this here, my, my, I have, uh, my family live in a radius of maybe five miles. And the reason that is, is because I, I, when my mother uh, uh, first uh, got sick, she was in uh, uh, about 25, 35 miles. And so I couldn't drop by. I couldn't come by, uh, I, and and I needed uh, to uh, come to places and where and so I brought her up here to St. Charles,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I would go on the way to work and stop and say hi, how you doing, and 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 if I needed help, if she needed help, I could be there cl- quickly, and the same way with my grandson, and and my son Howard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, you tell a really interesting story in this book um, about learning after you were diagnosed with Alzheimer's, you learned that you had a brother uh, and you only learned this a few months after your mother had passed away. What was interesting to me about this story was... When you first learned about this family mystery that you hadn't known about, you weren't sure if the story was true or not because sure. you were battling Alzheimer's. How did, you, she was. how did you wrestle that thing to the ground?
1: Well, and, and you're right. Well, here's what happened. So I did that. I sent it uh, because I lived in Cal. I was born in California,
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: so I wrote to my mother's because my mother was looking at things on the TV, and when I walked in going to work, and she said, "You have a brother." Well, pretty well knocked the socks out of me, and he's a year younger than you. But but then when I talked to her sister, she said, sent a letter to me and said, "You have a good life." And just forget about
0: don't, it. Don't don't stir the pot. Yeah.
1: Don't stir the pot. I could and I could. I was here. I had didn't have money to go there. I didn't know where to go, but I was so thankful that my when my uh, brother, he's one year younger than me, and when he when he had uh, his brother, his son, his son looked him all up and 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 my. I'm talking too fast, and so I'm getting rambling.
0: You're doing good.
2: Uh,
1: okay, so when when his son uh, found on the internet that he had um, what his mother's name was, he knew, and everything. He called his dad and said, "You have a sister," and and uh, and so then from there, and I've still talked to him, and he's coming uh, to visit this uh, this spring again.
0: Wow, that's that's a great story, and isn't it great? You were pretty upfront with your brother that you yourself were struggling with this, right? Dementia, yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely, absolutely. Uh, oh no, no, the No, this was this has been before all before that when okay. he came. All right, but but he has come since then, and and you're right. And you know, in a case like this, uh, the the person when he came, he took some time at the at the funeral, uh, location, uh, to, to, uh, stop and have some discussion with his mother. Mm-hmm. And why was I, why was I? And so, but, but we, we, we so we're both working on animals. Here.
0: Right. Right. Let me go to a phone call here from George from Kansas city, who has a question that a lot of folks will wonder about George uh-huh. you're on with Sally faith. Good morning.
1: Good morning, George. Hi, thank-
0: Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I find this interesting. I have Alzheimer's that runs in my family, so I have a few questions, a couple of questions, actually. Um, Did you have any early warning signs, number one question? Number two, did the doctors offer up any preventative measures to help uh, keep the the disease at bay, such as exercise or any medications?
1: Well, um, the first question is… Early
0: warning signs, yeah.
1: Early warning. no. Because I thought I was Sally, you know, I was the mayor. I, uh, I uh, and 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 I was fine when I, but it was after I retired and came home. I don't know. It just seemed like it just it it soaked into me, and I knew that I wasn't the chit chat lady, and I wasn't the busy person, and I wasn't this, and I wasn't that. So something was different inside me. And the other question is, until you go to a doctor. And, and, um, you, you, there's no medication you can take. I mean, when you go to the doctor, they will, they, get, I have medication. I'm taking medication to slow it down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it will never fix it and it will never stop. But I'd like to add a, a piece here, and I think it's good news, um, is that you, we, the state of Missouri, uh, has the Alzheimer's disease. Uh, and the Missouri Alzheimer's State Plan Task Force, and it was created in October 6th of 2022.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's a, and, and there there is, we are looking at ways to help people know statewide in the whole state. And there's a bill that's going to be in the state. And it was given to the governor. I really appreciate the governor. He's uh, He and I were freshmen. And when Uh, we came to Jeff City and and so that is in the works. But also there's another medication that has been they've they've been approved in the last uh, uh, few months. And they will be they will be able to extend my length of of slowing it down more Wow but it's, and so those are all in the, so, so things are happening is what I'm trying to say.
0: Well, things in response moving, to George. That's
1: important.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, it is important. And, and also in response to George, our caller, Sally, you learned yeah. about ways to boost your brain power to help ward off the effects of Alzheimer's, like altering your routine, that kind of thing. And you, you stay with that as much as you can. What do you do?
1: Well, good point. I have to write everything down. And and this is just Sally. I'm not saying it's the answer for everybody, but it's. uh, I write things down in appointments that I've made or appointments that I'm going to. Are things that I'm reading books. I'm learning to play chess. Chess is shaking my mind. Wow. All right. Wow. And 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 so I'm doing things to work my brain. And you know what? I I play the piano. And the thing, the only good things I heard about my Alzheimer's uh, is about my dementia, which is uh, an Alzheimer's, is that I... You know, I play the piano, and I will be able to play that until I die, because it's on a different part of my brain.
0: Oh, really? The brain
1: is not going to, and so I play the piano, I play it by ear, I play for church, have all my life, and the words that I know to the song, I can sit down and do that but um, until the end.
0: You know you also point out that having conversations has become more challenging. And you've noticed that you don't look people in the eye the way you used to. Why is that?
1: Well, I'm thinking uh, and and I've broke myself of that somewhat. I, t- I talk to myself <laughs> mm-hmm. and 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 say, uh, because you know, eye contact is so important." And so I've gotten better at that, but I have to work at it because I was thinking, now what is I'm uh, and I was embarrassed that I couldn't remember the names, I couldn't remember the words, and so, I, so I, I'm still Sally,
2: mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm.
1: And so it, it it has to be, it's a growth and keeping going and and don't give up. Don't give up.
0: Managing embarrassment is something you've had to actively take control of, too.
1: Yes, that's it. Exactly. Because, you know, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to be embarrassed, but, hey, it's what it is. And so I am what I am, and I'm going forward.
0: Uh, let's go to some phone calls here. Let's go to uh, Ken from Lee's Summit. Ken, you're on with Sally Faith.
2: Hi, Ken. Hi, thanks
0: for taking Hi Sally, you you are much better shaped than my mother. I have just three quick observations. My mother's in her sure. 80s. She has severe dementia. And uh-huh. three observations. Number 1, it can destroy families. I've seen this in yes. my family yes. and my several of my yeah. friends over the years. We're all in yeah. our 60s. Number 2, pe- many people with severe dementia are very good liars. If they forget a doctor's appointment, <laughs> if they lose You're something, right. they on the can come up with a lie that is and that is five of us will look at each other and just say, "What? Well, where did she come up with that?" you know? <laughs> and yes, uh, I understand certainly, mm-hmm. and finally many people with dementia my mother never used a four-letter word in her life. We went to Catholic school for 12 years. She now swears
2: like a sailor at us and other people. You wouldn't believe it. Your well, job Ken, I'm really
0: glad you called, Kim, but I'm short of time here, and I want to take time to th- thank Sally Faith for her courage yes. in talking about this and for writing this new book, I'm Losing My Memory, I'm Not Losing My Mind. And Sally, uh, it was oh. great to have you on the show. You did a great job.
1: Thank you very much. Bye. You bet, Sally. And,
2: and it
0: does happen. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Up to Date is produced by Zach Wilson, Reginald David, Elizabeth Ruiz, Zach Perez, and Hannah Cole. Our intern is Claudia Brancard. Our announcer and engineer is Paul Nakatura. Our theme music is composed and performed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.